This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. You say that was gnarly. <laughs> Yo. One week's pay. It's the best I can do. Wait! Hey! You better find yourself someplace to hide and keep praying nobody ever finds you. Try these on. Look, you crazy mother. Put these on. Hey! Stay away from me! I'm telling you, you dumb son of a- I'm trying to save you and your family's life. You couldn't even save your own! I'm giving you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Not this year. Okay. All right. And this is This Was Rad, the podcast where we watch movies from the 80s. And that's about it. And, you know, I think I think at this point we're rolling into the double digits. You, you, you see what's going on. I am Paul. I am Greg. And I am a mysterious voice. Wow. <laughs> okay, first Greg does the, the dramatic delay a couple weeks ago. Now we're doing this. I'm going to start coming up with something. Yeah. <laughs> Pick it up, really man. Should. Uh, <laughs> I'm an extra voice just to make comments and sit back and comment some more. <laughs> okay. you, you failed on the intro, so I'm going to use this. <laughs> I didn't fail on You said we were watching. Stuff. Oh, we watched The Carpenter Masterpiece from 1988. They live. They live. With, sadly, the late Roddy Piper. Why does he yes. say late? I don't understand. Because that. he died. I, I, I know what it means. I don't know why, don't why people late? say that, but uh, that's just some. Well, he's not coming to dinner guys. anymore, so. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's way just too passed late away. for this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, besides Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh, blonde just, grandpa. Blonde grandpa, who was just. I saw him on uh, a bus the other day. You're an interrupting Hulk. voice, is what you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> Uh, besides Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper was always my second favorite wrestler. Yeah. Um, because of Piper's pit and just how, how gruff and rumbly he was. I, I liked Ultimate Warrior for a little while, but I, Roddy Piper was definitely, Rowdy Roddy Piper was one of my favorites. Far better wrestler than Hulk Hogan. Oh, no, he was trained. Hands down. He was trained by the Hart, fa- uh, the Hart family. Oh, really? Stu Hart, yeah. He's Canadian. He's, I hate to break it to everybody out there, yeah. he is not actually Scottish. Uh, and in this movie, you can really tell because oh, the few words he few says, times you can clearly. tell it's Canadian. Uh, yeah, he studied with the uh, the Stu uh, with Stu and Hart and uh, all those guys back up in Canada. Um, he was very close with um, with Owen and uh, Brett and all those guys. So yeah, it's uh, it's actually sad. Um, so so we watched They Live. Well, let's let's uh, as as we always do. What do we remember? What did you remember? Oh. Uh, I have to almost discredit myself because I remember this entire movie. That's okay. Um, I mean, you know, all the the classic lines from it and stuff like that. You know, I come here to chew bubble gum and you know kick ass and I'm all in a gum. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff, but you know the you know, the glasses and everything. It's I mean literally I like the whole thing front to back. But what do you what do you remember? I you know. I'll be honest, I only remembered the iconic stuff. I, I, I didn't remember the, the bubblegum. I do remember he said some really cool kick-ass line. 
Um, I remember the sunglasses, the, uh, <laughs> the skull funny. faces. I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. You're just like, kick ass line. Ha. It's, it's, um, that Sorry. also was uh, improvised. Totally ad-libbed. Yep, yeah. totally ad-libbed. Um, I remember that. I do remember the, what could only be described as the longest fist fight in history. Oh, it's so long. We're going to get totally into it. Uh, yeah, I just remember the, the, the iconic stuff. Nothing really too deep as far as like the actual story goes. And I'll, I'll be honest, I do remember watching it when I was a kid, probably in like 88, 89 when I was about 10 years old. And I, I thought it was kind of cool back then, but it's not a movie I think I ever went back to. I just remember I watched it because Roddy Piper was in it. Yeah. And that was about it. Yeah. Um, by the way, we should really point out, yes, Roddy Roddy Piper is a wrestler. This movie is 100% nothing like No Holds Barred. Not even close. No, 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 no. This, like, this isn't a wrestling movie with wrestlers in it. This is uh, a movie that happens to have a wrestler. Yes, so in the uh, film. Uh, because you know the movie so well, I'll do the synopsis real quick. The basic movie premise is uh, Roddy Piper is a down-on-his-luck guy. He comes to Los Angeles? Yes, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. He meets a group of people. He finds out that there's these sunglasses. Uh, he finds out that the police are all whacked out. He finds some sunglasses, finds out that aliens are secretly controlling absolutely everything through subliminal messaging. Kicks some ass. Doesn't have bubble gum. The end. Pretty much, yeah. I forgot for, to go get my bubble gum. <laughs> it's probably for the best. We don't need so, to hear <laughs> throughout the whole podcast. So, Willow. Lay it on us, Willow. Before we watch have, the movie. I have one thing to say. Yeah. So, I just found out. So... In the little bit that Roddy Piper talks, I didn't catch his name the whole movie, so I was like the main dude in all my notes. But his name is Nada. Yeah, his name is never actually spoken in the film. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I thought I missed it, something. No, it is in the credits listed as Nada, but no, no one literally says his name in the entire film. Nada. Which, uh, but however, which heard it, his name. I it that's Willow. That's great that you bring that up because uh, at the very beginning of the movie, it says it's based on the short story. Story short story. 10 o'clock people, I think. When I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning or something like no, it's that. Called, it's called the 10 o'clock people. Something, something like that. Um, the oh, main character lines. in that, I think his name was Jose Nada. And oh, okay. that's what they think Carpenter was referring to. Okay. Which right. does make a lot of sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. But no, he never his says name his name is name Carpenter? Right. John Carpenter no, was John the director. No, John Carpenter was the director and, oh. and producer. Yeah. Uh, huh. So anyway... Willow, before we even watch the movie, what did you think it was going to be about? When you just hear the name, They Live, Roddy Piper. I thought it was just going to be an action movie and they just happened to survive on dumb luck. <laughs> okay. That, that's There's valid gonna, for an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. It was going to be like a comeuppance here and a shoot to 11 there. <laughs> flippy floppy law there. And then in the end, they all survived. They just lived all, the end. Hit all of this was red buttons. Yep, all that's... Dead. that's that's pretty much the super film. That's all I gotta of them. tell you, that's that's not bad. If you just heard the name They Live, I think that you would have thought that. Willow, you could have been a studio exec circa 1985, <laughs> doing cocaine with everyone and just being like, oh, okay, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta throw some flippy floppy things over here. We gotta do this. We gotta do this oh, really fast. That's right what we gotta do. So we were just talking about doing t shirts for the podcast. One of them has to be a clipboard. And at the top says, This was rad. And then check boxes for, Did it go to 11? Was there a comeuppance? Yes. Was there a montage? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, we gotta do that. Was the script cocaine-fueled? Yes. <laughs> I always say they're always cocaine-fueled. Yeah. That movie where they walked in a box with cocaine and rewrote the whole script in a night? Yeah, that's... No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. The other wrestling movie. Okay, so Greg, why don't you start us off here? Where where does the movie start and, and well, where we go? The movie the movie opens up uh, with some some slow kind of plodding bluesish music. Get and, used to that. And that's pretty much through the whole film. You hear the same exact song. Yep. And then you see uh, Roddy Piper. And he's got a backpack with a sleeping bag, and he's heading towards... He's just arrived in Los Angeles, and he's heading towards what I believe is like an unemployment office. He's he's looking for work. Well, that's what I told Willow. If you look, there's an actual job board. board. Yeah. It's not, not Monster.com. It's not LinkedIn. You actually went someplace, picked up say, a piece of paper, and said, can I have this job? And, and they, they would say, say yes or no. <laughs> That's where so, you yeah, went. So Willow, you were you were giving us a look there. I want to. Yeah, you were raising your hand. What were you saying? What were you thinking? Already right? back in school. I was going to say, so they couldn't afford hats per se, but in the movie, I find things that they really could have spent their money on, or that they did spend their money on, such as a harmonica. It's like really harmonicas <laughs> on cheap are like five bucks. And I'm guessing you don't want to use one off the ground because for obvious reasons. But they couldn't <laughs> afford a hat. And it was a free will in eighties. They might have used a harmonica that a they found. Free will in eighties, there's another checkbox. There's another Fa- another checkbox. Five dollar hat at Walmart. Maybe even a one dollar hat at Walmart, but no, they choose it on a harmonica and other things. I, I don't know I if don't Walmart understand. was very popular in the eighties. Certainly not in LA. That's not where I was. Sad. That's no, like we had a sad Cal-born, life. Well, what? We had Cal-born. I don't think the rise the Walmart? of Walmart had stretched that far. I bet it was big in okay. the South. Okay, I get this. Oh, it was probably joke. starting in Arkansas. No, yeah. this is no. a joke. Everyone was at Target then, too. We get it. We oh, get Target it. was after Walmart. Yeah. Uh, Kmart was big. Kmart was big in the uh, 80s. In the Northeast, we had Caldor. Yep. Oh, Kmart's uh, even cheaper then. Oh, Sears. Then. Sears was probably huge. Sears, Sears was everywhere. Oh, even cheaper. JCPenney. Also everywhere. Those the are all cheaper, the so they could have gotten a 50-cent hat instead. Yeah, yeah. Any any kind of hat, really. Um, Anything but cardboard. In, in the rain, that just melts. So I have um, I have teased that this is the most politically important film of the 1980s. Uh, yes. Should I save that for the end? Oh yeah, yeah. I want to okay. hear. It. I want to. I want to get through this. All right. Then that's, and we'll then see that's how, what it, do. how it turns out. So Roddy Piper's looking for work. Yes. He's he's walking around. He's looking for work. Not really anything to be had. And then he kind of just walks up to a job site and says, "Hey." um... You can know, I have a job? I've got I've got my tools with me. Um, can I have a job? Guy gives him a little bit of guff, but he winds up getting a yeah. job. Well, he's got to go to the union rep first. Got to go to the the, the shop union steward yep. union, yeah. and uh, they 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 give him a job. He works a day. Uh, guy gives him more crap. Tells him like, "Hey, you better not be sleeping here. You don't sleep on this site." Well, before All that, all he's doing is digging ditches. Uh, shirtless, by the way, uh, He-Man couldn't keep his clothes on. Why would Roddy Piper? If I had Roddy Roddy Piper's body, I'd go everywhere without a shirt. And then if somebody didn't give me service, I'd just deck him. Wow. Yeah. We really have a thing about shirtless men with my 13-year-old daughter in the room. Hey, I'm, I'm not saying, saying it's wrong. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying couldn't if, even pop I was all top, about whipping men tops. last time. If couldn't you got it. The crop tops. Yeah, you got it yeah, flaunted. Got it flaunted. Yeah, crop tops all around. Um, Couldn't even pull those so off. So yeah, so he's digging. Basically, he's just 
moving dirt from location he, to location. He's very, very vague what he is doing with that dirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the then, guy has a double belt when people today well, probably don't even wear Hold on, before that, the, the, the cool other guy boy. in the movie, Frank. Yes, played by uh, Keith David. Yep. He just starts checking him out. Did you notice that? Yeah! I, you know, I was actually, this time I really specifically tried to pay attention to that stuff, and it looked like... He was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow down." And then he looked over and he sees Piper going like berserk, working like a madman. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, eh, "Maybe I better pick this back up." And he kind of goes back to work. Oh, okay. I, I don't catch that at all. I caught it as, I caught it as, hmm. I'd like to. I like that. I'd like to get into a street fight with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. <laughs> but totally... if I only had a beef. Yeah, yeah. If only he had a pair of sunglasses he was forcing me to wear. Yeah. If only. And like a crazy person, I Why would just it? put them on to say, look, I got them, whatever, bro. I, I really need to fight someone Dude, over this. Really? Like, sunglasses? That looks like, like a dozen times in this movie where, just put the damn glasses on. I, I gotta be honest. Some guy shows up to my house with a gun and he says, put the sunglasses on. I'm gonna be like, how many you want to put on? Hold on, hold on. That's a whole scene we're gonna get to in a you minute. You got it. That's a whole sure. scene we're gonna get to. Uh, first, so so anyway, Frank comes up to him afterwards and says, "Hey man, you need a place to stay." I, I know a place. I know a place, and it's kind of this like this shanty Hobo town, yes. Hobo town, which was an actual shanty town that they filmed at. I believe um, that. Carpenter, Carpenter paid everybody like a day's wages. They were, all, most of the homeless people there were legitimately homeless. Oh, yeah. and he paid them Awkward. all. He paid them like a day. No, he didn't destroy their their homeless shelter that they that they built. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. he had a place over on the side that he destroyed, but yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. most of that's like an actual thing. So that's pretty. So that's yeah, pretty. he's he's hanging out there. It's located near a church. The church is bringing meals to people and doing the right thing. Just just trying to doing help right help everybody out in the shanty yeah. town. You know, stuff like that. Then uh, Piper can't leave well enough alone. He's starting to see some uh, some weird stuff going on. <gasps> which which more mean? one color in fog light or one color light in fog. Yep. Mm. Yep. He starts... Uh, so Willow... Well, that's because the street preacher there... Yes. Is, so the way it works is he gets to the shanty town, and he's just kind of... called Hobotown. Hobotown, yes. We kept calling it Hobotown. Hobotin. Hobotin. Oh, Hobotin. Hobotin. Not Hobotin. Nope. Hobotin. Hobotin. I'm down with that. So he's there, and then that night, the uh, there's this guy that starts popping on the TV, um, spouting off... They're controlling us. They're putting us to sleep. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're broadcasting even when our TVs aren't on. Yeah, just this yes. crazy stuff. And then he to the side, he sees the street preacher, which we had seen in a previous scene. The blind street preacher. Who's mouthing literally along. mouthing the line for line. Which, at first, I'm like, plate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is he picking up the signal? Very weird. Uh, who then gets shuffled off by... The, uh, Gilbert. Gilbert, who is actually like the the head guy of helping out the homeless people. Yes. And uh, and that's so then Piper's like, huh, that's, that's weird. Odd that it's four in the morning and uh, the yeah. lights are on on the church. Yeah. So he mentions it to Gilbert and Gilbert's like, oh, you know, they let yeah. us use our church. Yeah. They let us use the kitchen there. You know, it's we have good. A, got it's a lot bad. of people that we got to help, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, the next day he just uh, he just walks right in. Well, here's the thing. So, I said this to Willow. What was very interesting, he's had the job for one day. Yes. And without even really remembering the rest of the movie, I immediately said to myself, you know what's going to happen later on? He's going to go to the job site. He's going to be fired. 
And he's going to go, but why, boss? Why? That's and the after boss, the credits, Dad. No, no, no. This is, this is like halfway through. Because, <laughs> I don't think so. Well. No. Well, it's definitely not after the credits because uh, we know what happens. But Wait, but I just picture him being fired and he's and he, and he, Piper just gets all indignant. Like, why? What did I do? And the, and the foreman's going to be like, dude, it's, it's like 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. Where have you been? We we start work at seven, <laughs> just like we always do. Why well, showed up late? May as well end late, you know. <laughs> so, or not even show up at all on some days. Like so, you just yeah, close the morning off. Yeah. 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 It was up Frank to four a.m. slept in yeah. at Hobarton. Hobarton, where time doesn't matter. <laughs> Frank also ditches work a couple days. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's, he, that's way. I, I think he took a PTO though. I think that's okay. Yeah. He probably um, had some time. I mean, he's, if he's a union dude, he yeah, definitely he's has union. some time. Yeah, no, yeah he's actually union. So Piper does go next door to the church. And he finds this weird lab which, with a which, whole bunch of sunglasses. Which, Willow, what did you call it? Met, uh, meth glasses. Oh, I thought you were going to make a joke about them being Methodists. I'm, I'm very proud very that close, nobody though. did. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, meth oh glasses. Because it starts out, you think it's a meth lab. And then you see the sunglass see the glasses. glasses. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, I was like... Wait, what about this? Why were they next to meth? Oh, that's how they work. The glasses are filled with meth. There what? you go. Would explain the headaches later. It sure yeah. would. So uh, uh, Piper's looking around. He finds accidentally this little false panel yep. with a whole bunch of boxes behind it. He just puts it back where it was. And then the preacher surprises him, the blind preacher. Preacher feels his face, feels his hands, and says, You're a and says oh, man. working man. So he yeah. kind of knows that he's not with yeah. the aliens because he's doing manual labor. And he he runs off, and that's uh, that evening there's a raid. Okay, no, right. wait a second. Before he, that, okay. Oh, okay. before that, before that, so a couple things. First, I wrote this down. He st- gets a good binoculars. Uh, the Holy House of Sunglass Hut. Yeah. But yeah, no, Piper gets, he, he cons some kid out of the... the the binoculars. The binoculars, uh, to which I said, now he's Rowdy Roddy Spiper. Ooh, not bad. Yeah. Um, and, and he starts spying on him. There is a great scene where, like, it's him. It's clearly daytime. He's got the binoculars. He's looking at the church. And it just cuts to nighttime. And he's still got the binoculars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he literally he spent three hours. not moved an inch in, like, 12 and a half hours. And he's just sitting there. And he's not, like, hidden. Like, anyone from the church season would be, like... Frank sees him yeah. out there. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, just leave it alone. Just... Just forget about he's it. Good. No, he's good. No, not gonna happen. He's, he's new. In. He's new. He's he's new to Ho- Hobbiton. He doesn't know how things work at Hobbiton. Yeah, Hobbiton. I mean Hobbiton. Hobbiton. Yeah, yeah, hey. We don't need we don't need that family on us. No, we don't. Hobbiton. Oof. So uh, sorry, Hobbit. And then uh, <laughs> and yeah, and now this is where I said this movie only has if 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 a movie was a dial and we know we say it a lot it only has two settings zero. And 11. Oh, does this movie go to 11? No, it's because 11. it goes from him Absolutely. just kind of eyeballing the church to complete raid on Hobbiton, burn everything down. Yeah, there's, there's the <laughs> cops for some reason. Burn it to the ground. Have a bulldozer. <laughs> like a bulldozer. <laughs> no, they're hitting cars with it. They're like running Why are they destroying they're beating the crap out of they everybody. They have, um, they have a chopper. Yes. Why don't they ever attack the main dude? He's kind of staying out of their way. I oh, mean, Roddy Piper? As, as, as much as he can. He's yeah, kind he's of always really... far off in the distance. Piper's and... never in the middle of it at that point. You know, I felt 
not bad for Hobbiton so right then. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Do you know how long it must have taken them to gather all that trash? I know. Where were they even going to find the materials to rebuild it? Oh, Where yeah. would they go? I don't know. I don't know either. No, lucky find of a TV must be gone. You know, oddly enough, oddly enough, after the raid, that TV was still there. Was it really? Yeah, which really? kind of feeds that's into that whole aliens thing. They left the TV. Oh, they no, destroyed that's right. everything else. Oh, good it's kind catch. Of interesting. Yeah, good catch. Okay. Um, oh, and they missed some that. stuff on the ground because there's like a layer of clothes and stuff. Um, they missed something. I think they just bulldozed it. I don't think they cared if if stuff was still there. They just mm. wanted to. Give them a message that, you know, hey, we're on you guys. That's so what it felt like. Piper goes back to the church well, after first the raid. He run, first he, he runs away. He he takes off, holes up in, like, this kind of, like, abandoned it's area a house. Because it, there's a dude yeah. smoking. Which, oh, however, I did say, I made if this, cracked in or not, if this house is here. Why is someone in it? Why is, bring Hobbiton there. Yeah. yeah. Hobo, Hobo, Hobo scrapers. Something. Do it. Do something. Hobo Towers. Hobo t- Why did we not just go to Hobo Towers? <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. an excellent question. It, I don't get it. What so, were you going to say, Willow? Yeah, Willow, what's up? Every guy that's not bald or with like really short hair is, has a mullet. Oh, yeah. This was mullet 88. Oh, yeah. I mean, so this movie is very gritty. All around. This movie is mullets a gritty there. 80s movie. Yeah, there's mullets and, and camo everywhere in this movie. Oh, God, mm. so much camo. But yeah, so they, they wait out the raid there, and in the morning, you know, everything's in ruin. The the, the yeah. people are going back and salvaging what they can, and Roddy Piper goes to the church, pops that uh, the uh, the false panel, grabs a box, and kind of takes off, Ooh. opens the box, almost kind of like my precious running, like he's hunched over, he's got the box, like yeah, why don't just pop it open real quick? I mean. Yeah. What do you get to lose? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess he didn't know what was in it, so he was, like, hightailing it out of there in case it was something cool. But what if it's a box full of drugs? Yeah. Like, let's just say it is a meth lab. You've gone back there because your so-called friends who you only met yesterday, you yeah. have been in Hobbiton one day. You've already robbed some kid of his binoculars. binoculars. Yep. You've given another guy grief. Not sure that Frank's watching you shirtlessly move dirt. Yep. Why are you so interested now in this box? It's very uh, yeah. It's very curious why he is. It's uh, a little odd. Very weird. So um, he uh, he he takes the thing, opens it, opens up the box. It's full of sunglasses, and he's like, oh, so he throws it in the garbage. But he, oh, yeah. he keeps a pair. Well, sweet magic like, ray bands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sunglasses. So he puts them on, and that's when things get. This is where the movie goes up to eleven. So, all of a sudden, he puts on the glasses, the film turns into black and white. Which was cool. I will say, this part, the way they do the alien reveals and all the subliminal messaging, I did like that. It was I, I liked the dichotomy of real-life color to the black and white. Like and all the, all, like, all the billboards, like all the billboards are saying, like, yeah. obey, listen to, you know, listen to Bye. authority. You know, buy, um, you know, marry and reproduce. You're saying all this stuff. Now see, the obey, the the obey thing wouldn't work anymore because that's a clothing line. So really, they're just <laughs> yeah. pushing jeans. Yeah, so yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, they're sweatshirts. Of, instead of we are your overlords, right? It's just buy these casual wear. Yeah. So oh, so I guess buy. I'm gonna go to Newbury Comics and buy some sweet duds. <laughs> um, I, I gotta take a trip to the mall. Uh, Spencer's is having a sale. You know, the one yeah. store that never changes its stock. Spencer's gifts. Paxson. Paxson. 
but, so he, uh, yeah, he's he's looking through like magazines. Same thing. It's yep. all they're all blank pages with just these black words on them that say things like you know you know uh, be unimaginative. You know all this stuff. Go to sleep. Go to sleep was yeah, a go big to sleep one. is a big one. Uh, and the money says like this is your god. Oh my yeah, yeah, that was horrible. Go to sleep as. We were watching it, like, right before bed, and it, I saw it go to sleep, like, 50 times. I'm like, can I? <laughs> oh, an- another <laughs> one was um, work eight hours, play eight hours, sleep eight hours. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, that I was, didn't see that, that one. That was another one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so, and he's, like, he's freaking out. So he's, like, he's taking, Roddy Piper's taking the glasses off, everything's normal. He's putting it on, it's weird. And then uh, he, the guy is there. The guy looks, this guy looks at him and he says, hey, what's your problem? And he's got this weird face. It's, like, you can see all his teeth, and there's, like, pieces of his face missing and his eyes look really weird. Yeah, he's got the attack of a titan. Yes. Skin, skinless people's takes, face. Takes the glasses off, normal guy. Puts them on, everything's weird Freak. again. And like, Roddy Piper cannot handle this. He's like, yeah, stumbling yeah. around, he's like, freaking out, he's looking at people. Certain people look normal, other people look like aliens, he's freaking out. He goes to a supermarket, you know, same <laughs> thing. All the, all like the, the labels are all blank with just words on them and yep. he's freaking out and then he starts saying like, like lady you look like you fell in the what do you feel like you fell in the cheese dip back in like 85 or something oh no yeah she says something like like she oh says excuse something me and he, and he just goes you look formaldehyde warmed over like yeah. something weird something crazy he, he totally and he's her. like and he's like you you look fine this one real ugly and then she <laughs> Puts a watch to her mouth and she goes, I've got one they can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he sees all which the other cool. aliens are all talking into their watches at the same yeah, yeah. time. And which he says, pretty neat. And he says, I don't like this one bit. And then, com- I haven't noted it so far, but if you notice throughout this movie, Roddy Piper, at every 15 minute mark, trips over something. Oh, yeah, he's tripping constantly. Yeah, so movie. he trips over something as he backs away. He needs away. walking lessons. Oh, he totally, yeah, he doesn't need sunglasses. So he, he needs a, a walker. He hightails it to an alley where two cops immediately show up. Yes. And they're both aliens. Yes. And they're like, hey, maybe this is all just a big misunderstanding. Why don't you just come with us? Maybe we can just work this whole thing out. And they're getting closer to Piper. And of course, he goes crazy. Oh, no, no. Clothesline. He does close. Yeah, like, there's a few really good lines. Oh my goodness. He close line. He, he beats the crap out of the cops. Shoots both of the cops. Steals he their guns. He totally goes from I'm just trying to make a new start to I'm gonna rob oh a goodness. shotgun. I'm yeah, gonna fuck. take all their bullets, their speakers, two handguns, and then I'm gonna go into a bank, bank and start you know shooting people. Shoot everybody. Um, this is wait. Roddy's solution. It's not. Oh man, <laughs> I need to get back up on this. It's it's clobbering time. <laughs> he grabs the guns. He, moves he, he loots everything. Oh, right right the there. It's, no, it's crazy loaded. And he, he runs into the to the bank. And says what? Holding a shotgun what? with a bandolier full of bullets. And he says, Willow, what do you say? Up, I was going to say, Greg got his story time last time. I want mine. D- lay it but on us. Go. When he did the clothesline, Dad called him like, yeah, I learned that last year. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, in school. He had a demonstration and everything. And it was just like what was awesome. So that's what you do in school moments. It was pretty awesome. You right. got your story time. I thought. I no, yeah, oh, you are completely entitled to story you can time. Tell stories all the time. Now, can you tell us what Roddy Piper said? Oh yeah, I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. My favorite line in the whole movie. And since is, there's only like five. What does he say after that? 
Oh, I forget the rest. And I'm all out of bubble gum. That's the line. <laughs> oh, I, I came I in and chew the... bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh, I forgot about Which that. Which I, I didn't remember the line exactly, but I. Killer scene. So good. Yeah. Really good. He starts shooting. So there's like and 10 he, lines just shoots in the movie. he just shoots aliens after alien after alien, but of course, to, to normal people, it just looks like this madman <laughs> shooting <laughs> random people. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what? Because he got the sunglasses and you can see the aliens. It never occurred That's to me the, how the other people might actually be seeing. I yeah. didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just, watching they're just they're see a madman walking and seemingly randomly just shooting people like a, like, yeah. a, like, oh, like he, a local. Oh my goodness, like those gunmen in the western days. Hey! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, will Simpsons. I will say for a shotgun, he has impeccable aim He's, because he kills an alien between two people with yeah. a shotgun. To, to, oh, and to, uh, unrunners. And to he steal never runs a, out of bullets. To, to steal a line from uh, from Kill Bill, uh, yeah, he's a surgeon with a shotgun. <laughs> but yes, you're right, Willow. What were you gonna say? He, he seems never... to never run out of bullets. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, no, 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 infinite bullet man. Until like the end, where he's like, "Oh, I, I just found a new gun. Oh, that one can go. It's out." Oh, we can't. the gun thing is a whole new thing. So he's mm. he's now he's on the run. He's yeah. kind of shooting whoever he can. Uh, a drone shows up. I didn't even get From that. So I didn't even get that. But there's a there's 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 a great line in the bank I had forgotten about, where he's shooting people in the bank, and then he looks over, and he sees one of the guys talking into his watch, and he goes, "Uh uh-uh, uh, Mama don't like tattletales." <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> Shoots. I didn't. I know. Oh, I remember that. So oh, I good. I remember that. Oh I thought that goodness. was the alien that disappeared. Right? Oh, does? Oh, maybe maybe he disappeared. Because that's when he disappears, and Piper's like, "Oh, what happened?" Okay, okay. I thought it was a, oh yeah, Bob. I, I, I missed it. I didn't oh, realize so what he good. said. I remember but, oh, that wow. one. So then, and then he runs out. He sees the drone. He shoots the drone out of the sky. And yeah. there's actually a great shot after that where you see the shell come out of his shotgun. But you don't see. You don't see the drone fall like, down. I, and he's kind of like, he covers his head he's anyway. Stuck in his head and right, and you can hear it. You hear it, but you don't I, see it. That's you know a really funny? nice I did touch. Say, I did like that. I did write that down. He uh, he takes a woman hostage in a parking garage and says, "Drive, you know, you know, do you live by yourself? You're married, you know." She lies. He says, "I know you're lying." They go to her house. He's chilling out. He realizes Hold the on. glasses. So, so a couple things. Oh, wipe him out, uh, like mentally. He's like yeah. coming down off a drunk. Go. So uh, a couple things. First of all, she's married to I. This is exactly how I wrote this down, because I just I love the way this line goes. Oh, she lives next to Captain Lou Albano. Yes. Another man comes around in another floral shirt, and I go, "Oh, a gay Captain Clue Albano." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, um, yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? And I'm just thinking the wrestling thing. I'm, oh, I'll make a Captain Lou Albano joke, and then this guy just walks around and goes, "Hey, Larry, what's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, different movie. <laughs> and uh, the the woman we should mention is Evil Lynn. It's Meg Foster. Meg Foster. Yes. yes. Um, pops up all the time. Her hair down makes her look much different. Yes, mm. uh, but her eyes are striking. Still got, still got those Beautiful eyes, eyes. Man. Um, and then she suddenly starts acting uh, again. I was telling Willow while we were watching the movie. Is she been kidnapped before? Because she, she is cool as a cucumber. Just, no, I'll do whatever you want. What would you like me to do, sir? Would yeah. you like me to get? I'm just getting a drink. No, no, no. I would never try to turn. Like she just, she has she it is down. on point on every single step. Like yeah, like, like she has her. Munchausen syndrome immediately when he takes. You trust her. I think so you much. Mean he Stockholm takes a nap. <laughs> Stockholm, that's not. Oh Munchausen's when you you pretend to be sick. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Oh, he trusts so much that she will be Where's obedient. That? He takes a nap in the middle of the movie. Yes, he does. 
Oh wow. man! Was that Munchausen by proxy? He's sleeping in his own. Uh, no, by proxy so is when you do it to somebody else. You get someone else sick, so they people have sympathy for what you're going. Through. Okay, okay. Munchausen is when you pretend to be sick. Usually parents with kids. So anyway, I was gonna say he was sleeping in his own movie. That's how tired of. Oh, that's was. right after this because <laughs> she goes over to use the. Is it she goes to use the phone or he no, does? She she gets a drink. Yeah, and then. He says... He gets up to go to she, do something. He says, he says, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a producer or something at Channel 57 or something. 54, yeah. yeah. 54. And and he's like, oh, really? And he stands up and he's like, they're beaming a signal out of there or something. And she just clocks him out of, again, hard enough to go out a window. Again, she clearly knows how to handle a kidnapper in dire situations. And she, he, he like, rolls, rolls down like this. Oh, you yeah. They're on a big hill. It rolls down yeah, this yeah. hill. And the Hollywood Hills. He, uh, he kind of takes off oh, and, and he hides gets right from up. the cops. He gets right up. He does. And, but then falls, like, eight more times during yeah. this escape. But he does look kind of tired. And then he gets right um, back up. And then he eventually goes and takes a nap in the middle of his own movie. And now this is where I actually wrote down this movie. I've already said it has two dials. I also wrote it has two speeds. It has a slug stuck in glue mm-hmm. or a slug being picked up by an eagle and flown over the Rocky Mountains at, at sonic speeds because it only is slow, that slow plodding music yeah. or explosions, guns, and Roddy Piper getting the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. Mm. So Roddy, which, Roddy which leads Piper. to our next scene. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a great segue. He shows up to, Roddy Piper shows up to the work site to try to get Frank's attention. Frank is like, you murdered a ton of people. Get away from me. I don't want to be seen with you. And <laughs> well, then, rightfully so. Rightfully so. No, no, no. Yeah. Frank is totally in the right. I've got that, kids like. and a family. I don't want to be seen with you. Just get away from me. And then he, he, uh, they bump into each other afterwards and, and Frank says, uh, hey man, I, I got you week's pay. It's the best I could do. And he feels bad. If you, if you notice this... A week's pay he, after only one day of work. He, one half day of work. He throws the money... It goes in the box. Into the box from across yeah. the scene. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Roddy Piper says, you gotta put these glasses on. He says, you stay away from me. I don't no. have anything to do with you. And this is actually our opening clip as well. Because I picked this as the opening clip because this is where the movie kind of really turns from... A, Piper doesn't say crap when he puts the glasses on, so there's nothing really to capture there, but... Yeah. When he starts trying to convince Frank to put him on, I thought it was just, that's like a linchpin scene to how it kind of mm. finishes up. And then they oh proceed goodness. to beat the living crap out of each other. Oh my goodness, Such I want to say. Five and a half scene. minutes. All that trash, which was made of, I took this down, cardboard confetti streamers and wood shavings, moves out of the way for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that convenient? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was totally uh, blocking one area of the street and it's completely gone like yeah. just, 15 minutes after Just decide after to get up and walk to the side. Oh, oh, you're fighting? I want to just like get off to the side for this. I'm going to watch. So, uh, so a <laughs> couple things about this scene. They beat each other up, which they actually beat each other up for. So they actually train. They actually got together. Why? Just put on the sunglasses. Uh, I that's what I said at the beginning of this. I know, dude. Just, just put the glasses it. on. Just save yourself the grief. But yeah. So what were you saying, Paul? Uh, so I actually I was reading up on this. Um, in the script, it literally just said they fight, <laughs> and that's all it is. And now the the fake, mythology is fake punches all around. They fight for six pages. That's not what it was. It was just one little blurb. They fight. John didn't know what to happen. He said just kind of fake it for like a minute or something. Totally faked. You can uh, tell. Keith David and Piper got together at Piper's house for five weeks and choreographed that. That's awesome. 
And John Carpenter, he goes, okay, go. And when they just started doing it, the first cut, like they do some cut shots later, but the first one, John's like, what the hell was that? And they're like, well, we practiced this. And he's like, okay, it's in. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, uh, but I noted in, this, in the fight, there's three suplexes. Uh, there's five nut shots. Oh, almost <laughs> immediately in a row, too. Oh, my God. I love And, uh, love and a hacks on Jim Duggan. Yes. Uh, send up with the, uh, the two-by-four. Which oh. breaks Keith David's windshield by accident. <laughs> and he looks... Roddy Piper's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. He looks like, literally, like, I am so sorry, man. I totally did not mean to do that. It's so great. Like sunglasses... With the sunglasses, oh, 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 that's on me. Yeah. I am sorry, bro. <laughs> that is on you. You don't mess with a man's ride. Uh, My mistake. So eventually, they beat each other to the point where they're exhausted. He puts which his sunglasses I, which on. Which I like that they actually oh, looked this... bloody. Keith David's got a bump on his head. Yep. All their knuckles are bloodied up. I really, and even later on, job. you see, yeah. Piper's got stuff in his cheek to show swelling. Yeah, yeah. I like that it was a movie fight with real consequences. Real damage. Yeah. They kept up with it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's actually my favorite scene in the movie. I mean, I know it's a lot of people's, but after watching it again. It's a great scene. I love that. That was. And a second pair of sunglasses just comes out of nowhere for him. Well, he, say. well, they're he, throwing the same pair around all over the yeah. place. No, they By the way, I want a pair, pair of those. At one point. I want a pair of those sunglasses because they take a beating. Yeah. And they just yeah, keep they on do. ticking. At one point, they both have sunglasses. Like, the, the rest got thrown away. That's why you were in the garbage. Where did you get the second pair? Oh, he, he pulled the box out. Out of the garbage truck. And you truck. never saw really? how many pairs were in that box. Yeah. Uh, you kind of uh, see that there's three there's or four. It looked I didn't see originally that. it was a big box. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the box. Yeah, in the box there's oh. like three or four. It's been hidden in all that cardboard. There's a, yeah, there's a few pair in there, hmm. um, which then leads to yet more silent walking to a bad jazz music song. Yeah. Yes. Shocker. They uh, <laughs> they you know, Keith David is now fully on board. They hang yeah, yeah. out in a well, hotel. Oh yeah, because he puts the sunglasses on. Yep. They go to the hotel and more they bump into color light with fog. Yep. And they bump into to Gilbert, yes. who notices that they're both wearing sunglasses. the sunglasses. He says, you need to come to this address. Yeah. They show up. It turns out there's this underground movement of everyone who knows what's going on. Yes. Big fight. Um, they get right. contacts. So yeah, they don't just have to wear the glasses. In the 80s. I didn't even realize contacts were that early. Yeah, which was yeah. special edition, Dad. No, actually, special you know edition. what? I, I did. My dad had contacts in the in the eighties. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. You know, Dad, maybe you, your family just didn't find out yet. Well, I uh, know yeah, we couldn't afford them. Uh, and I, so I can't afford them now. The contacts <laughs> apparently don't make you. They don't like tire you out mentally and yeah, give you a headache. The girl who hands them says it's a new batch. Which means they probably refine yeah. the. Uh... She, she says well, something about the signal. It doesn't, it doesn't do something like the signal's not as bad or something. She says some. Yeah, it doesn't one. mess with their head. Did they um, save the supply of meth that they made them? Well, with? that's what it is. It's a new meth. Co- you know what it is? Heisenberg. They, I was just about to say. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They got a uh, Breaking Bad to make up a new batch of sunglasses. Nice contact lenses. Um, then yes, uh, he I, sees. Uh, I am Holly. I am the sunglasses. <laughs> there you go. He uh and and at this thing he sees Holly. Yeah, at who this, shows at this up? Meeting. Who shows up? Which and awkward. Which was interesting because at the Same. end of her scene, she does look at the sunglasses and picks them up. Yes, but you're not sure what happens. You're not sure where it now goes. Now she's suddenly there. And she shows up. 
Uh-huh. And then almost immediately the cops bust yeah, in. Right back to All hell head. breaks Again, loose. zero and eleven. That's yeah. it. Yep. Oh, yep. the one thing I did note in this scene, in this scene, in this oh basement, goodness. there are kids. There are yeah. yes, there are ten year old kids. And, and there's a full table, table full of guns, guns. And, yep. and grenades. And grenades. Like what the hell? Freewheeling 80s, baby. baby. Well, these kids must have known something since they're with the people who knew about the sunglasses. Uh, You know what, Will? That's a fantastic point. That does not mean you can't use safety precautions like a locked cabinet or, I don't know, know a door. Put it in another room. Have the kids over somewhere else. Anywhere. Put a guard in front. Oh, Duck Dynasty is guarding the door. Yeah, Duck Dynasty, yeah. You know, put him in front of the guard in the guns for Pete's sake. You don't just put him out. What, you're hoping Timmy doesn't go, <laughs> they won't miss this one, and then blows him and his best friend kid. up. Hey, the kid must not learn how to defend himself in case, oh, hey, the cops just showed up. That's why. Well, they do show up. All hell yeah. breaks loose. All hell and breaks loose. A- almost everybody Only gets the three killed. main characters are the only ones that survive. Uh, yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Gilbert gets shot. Everybody gets shot. Everybody gets killed. And uh, they have, oh, they have uh, one of their watches, one of the alien watches. But it's broken. Uh-huh. Roddy Piper and Frank are looking uh, by for... By the way, Frank has a sweet, sweet mini Uzi. Yes, he does. 80s classic, classic weaponry. Classic 80s Uzi, yeah. I love that. They're, uh, they're hightailing it. They're trying to find Holly. Nobody knows where she is. Frank drops the watch, and it activates this little portal. Yes. They wind up jumping in it, and they're, like, underground now. In like the alien. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks. It actually looks like a cement tunnel, like that yeah. would have been under the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. is almost what it looks like. And it like. seems to connect. It's like a nexus, and it seems to connect everything that they need. And that's when it's kind of revealed that these aliens have been here for a while. They've been slowly taking over the Earth, everything, yeah. and they've been buying out any sort of opposition that they can't crush. Yeah. So Roddy Piper. And uh, Keith David are looking yeah, around, and they're noticing that there's this big room where everyone's Ballroom. like in tuxes and you know waiters everywhere and everything. Big big meal. And there's and a guy have, giving a speech about. They're how. almost completely unnoticed, and they don't blend in with. And the, yeah, they're wearing like <laughs> jeans and a plaid shirt. Like they could not be any more out of place. And uh, they they notice that from you know about, about half the <laughs> they're the, the Hobitons are uh, sticking out. And he notices that about half the people are human, and the other half are the aliens. So, which yeah, kind of makes sense. They've they've all kind of gotten on board because they've been bought out. They uh-huh. bump into one of their friends who used to be homeless. He's all wicked rich now. Oh yeah, yeah, with a says, sweet sweet Colonel Sanders mustache yes. and beard. And he says, "Oh, I didn't know you guys got uh, jumped on board. Oh, let me give you the tour." Like so again, he's walking like again, around just explaining this, everything. Kind of like Holly when she gets kidnapped. Just no questioning what's going on. Nope. nope. I'm right on board with you. So they, they learn that, you know, they've bought pretty much everyone out. They've been here for a long time. They, they can show travel. The control room. Yeah, yeah, they show I would like the control to say room. But, uh, about the control room. Okay. So there are at least oh, five there. fuzzed out screens, and that's the brains of their operation. So I'm guessing it's pretty junky for brains. Well, it was standard definition television. Well, I I wrote that down. They're all fuzzed out. Like, you know when, like, it goes blurring, there's, like, those color lines and stuff? Yeah, that's how real TV... That's how tube TVs used to fizzle, dear. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I I did write down, I love... I really, really do love this. I love 80s movies 
where futuristic tech wouldn't hold a candle to yes. one laptop, not or an, an iPhone. iPhone. One iPhone could replace all of Channel Fifty Four. Yep. So true. Um, and did you notice the guards all had PKE meters? I was just about to say. So, so What's they break. That? That's right after. So they break into the studio. They start causing mayhem because that's what they do, and they want to stop yeah. the aliens. Now, maybe you can help me out on this because when Willow and I were watching it, we just couldn't be bothered to go backwards and find out. They're in the tunnels. They're at the the ballroom. Oh, he go. Huh? He goes. Uh, Piper goes. Can you take us to Channel Fifty Four? When do they leave the alien ship and go back to Earth? It turns out... It, well, no, 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 no. They, they, they never left Earth. The way I kind of... This is me coming up with a solution. I don't know if this There's is... There's a helicopter explained. in space? No, I think... Totally. I think they're... Oh, it's the invisible one that can only be seen with glasses. That makes sense. No, I no. think where they are is a nexus that just connects every place via portal system. Yeah. But they're in, like, these this long hallway and each door will bring them to a different portal area. Oh. So you could think about it like... Oh, because he does take him to another door after the he, ballroom. He takes him to a couple doors and stuff. So oh, I, I, okay. I, that's what I think it is. I, again, that's just I'm going to be honest. That makes sense. That actually makes a lot yeah, more it, sense than... Because they do see signs that say, like, exit here. And then Frank goes, what language is this? And Piper's like, dude... You and me. Yeah. We've literally entered this building at the same time in the same amount of Pretty knowledge. Pretty dumb question. <laughs> let, me, let me think of those eight years of classic uh, languages that I took at, at Yale. I've been studying Xeno languages yeah. for, you know, since I was seven. Hmm. Well, it, yes. It's such it looks, a stupid it looks question. similar to cuneiform, Frank is, but... Uh, Frank's slow to pick up on yeah. things. Come on, Frank. <clears throat> Maybe he got brain damage. I don't know from that fight. So they end up at Channel Fifty Four, where where we learn that that is the brains. That yes. is where their entire signal worldwide starts and gets beamed out yep. all over the world. Yeah. That, uh, that that and that, that so that makes it um the signal they send out to like block the things that they have up so people don't see them, and it makes the aliens appear human. Yes. All hell breaks loose. Uh, Piper and David start shooting people. I was going to say, right before he finds a big satellite, plot twist, Frank got shot by Holly. Yes, they bump Oh my in. god, you just jumped. Okay, but we're good with that. That's fine. Oh, uh, I thought he was already they, talking about the satellite. They bump into Never Holly. Mind. Sorry. Well, they find out the satellite is at the top of the building. They, they make their way Holly. up there by shooting, I don't know, like Everybody. it's like an A-team episode, they just except they're actually yeah. hitting every piece. Uh, that's when the guards have to die, die but he lives. Interesting. Shocker. And then you're you're jumping even further ahead, Willow. What? I'm sorry. I, I don't know where we Willow, are anymore. We're gonna get to the end of the movie, we promise. But you are just so you are hitting the fast forward button. I don't know where we are anymore. Well, he, he finds Holly. He finds Holly. Now he's gonna go oh, kill. Oh, the that's where we are. Uh, they, they run in. They run into the staircase. <laughs> Piper runs up ahead. Holly pulls out a gun, shoots Keith David, in which the we head. did actually rewind real quick because I I I was like, what the hell? Which. By the way, even as we describe the rest of this, I still don't know what the hell's Holly's point in this whole thing was. I don't get her in the least. First, she's she needs to push her down a hill. She's a turncoat. She's she's one of the she's one of the people who sold out to the to the aliens. Yeah, it has to be. And the only reason that she was at that meeting is she was telling them, "Oh no, I work at Channel Fifty Four. They're clean." There's no reason to look there. Oh, did she say that? Yeah, she did. She said, oh, she said I, missed that. I work there. The signal's Okay, clean. okay. That so makes more sense. So she was throwing sense. him off the trail. Okay, that makes more sense. I totally missed um, that. So Piper runs up. He's about to shoot the uh, satellite dish. 
He turns around. There's Holly. Holly. She's got a gun pointed at him. She says, you can't win. There, we're, we're everywhere. Just put the gun down and come back inside with me. He drops his gun. There's a helicopter that pops up. They've got a spotlight on him. And he has a gun that he jammed in his sleeve. Which, by the way, when you see happen I do in the see film. earlier. And at first, I thought he was actually putting spare Ammo. clips. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I but forgot. I like that. It was a great callback. And uh, he very quickly pulls out the gun, shoots Holly, shoots the uh, signal, the uh, uh, satellite dish a bunch of times. He gets lit up by the helicopter. Does he shoot Holly? He shoots Holly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He shoots Holly, shoots the uh, satellite dish a bunch of times, falls over, gives it the finger dies, and then you see the result where suddenly everybody can see all the aliens, Yeah, and the movie just ends. Yeah, that's it. So there you go. That was it. So Willow, what did you think of this film? Wait, I thought you guys were going first, like normal. I'm just I'm just curious, to, you know, you, you don't have to give your final opinion, but did any of this strike you as kind of cool? I part of the final opinion. Okay, okay. So. Fair enough, fair enough. Greg? So, Greg? Uh, um, so because I do want you to go first because, as yes. you've teased... Greatest political movie of the 1980s. The 1980s. You're going to have me go for some, my conclusion before you went with that. No, I, I'm just curious if there was anything that stood out to you was really neat. Because I know you said a few things you liked in this movie, and we've been running through it relatively. Oh, quickly. yeah, I've been skipping to the end. So I'm curious <laughs> oh if there's goodness. anything in there. I'm guessing okay, like, hold on. Okay, oh so let's yes. listen to Greg. Why is this movie so importantly, so important for the 1980s? Well, in the 1980s, you need to remember... And I'm I'm I need to have a disclosure here. I am not being like uh, facetious here or or like uh, satirical or sarcastic. I am I a hundred percent believe everything I'm about to say is a hundred percent true. So you need to remember that there's Reaganomics in the '80s where yep. the middle class was getting squeezed out. There were a lot of people that were out of work, specifically middle class people. A lot of car workers were under a lot of. Uh, they, 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 they mentioned actually, in the movie, they they the, movie. the steel mills went yep, under. I do and remember that. That actually, they mentioned that in the film before it actually happened, um, believe yep. it or not. The movie actually predicted that. So, the uh, the movie is about the upper echelon of the world and how they're profiting uh, by squeezing out the middle class and leaning on the poor. Mm-hmm. That's the film. But the way that they... It, it's also kind of an indictment on how the, the, the elite are keeping everybody down through advertising, um, lifestyle advertisements of, of what you need to do with your money and do with your time, and, and television. That's so, the big one. So not to, not to cut you off, but I, I just want to say, at least for this movie when I was watching it, I got all of that because mm-hmm. I do remember... Like, when you watch, like, the 80s that made us and crap like that, they mentioned that, that buying and selling and magazines were, I mean, the 70s were big on that stuff, but the 80s is really when consumerism Mm -hmm. grabbed a hold, and they say it's because America was taking an economic downturn. How do you get people to forget their troubles? Tell them to buy this crap to fill the hole that uh, of happiness that they're not getting because they don't have any money to buy that stuff, I guess is how it works. I don't know, but Something like that, that all makes absolute sense. I'm totally with you on that. Yep. I, I caught that. So, the interesting thing about this is you have you have Roddy Piper, the sort of man who's an everyman out of doesn't out even of have work, a name. doesn't even have a name. Does, has no name, literally, and even has that line where he says, "I believe in America." 
I follow the rules, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm in a, I'm in a, you know, he, he says something. The important is, like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a tough spot. But you know what? If I, if I just work, if hard, I work hard, my chance will show up. Yes, he absolutely says that. And it's, and it, and it's, it, you know, it's kind of his naivete about how, like, hey, if I just follow the rules, I'm going to be all right. And he discovers in a very big way that that is not the case. Nope. <laughs> By playing by the rules, you're never going to get in. No, he immediately jumps to the other way and just shoots every. Starts going berserk. <laughs> Shoot everybody. So. No, just someone's on aliens. <laughs> that's that's true. Surgeon with a shotgun. So the reason didn't have any gum. the reason why this movie <laughs> didn't have any, didn't gum. Have any gum. the reason why this movie is so brilliant is it was shot in a very wide format, so wide that when they attempted to put the movie on television, they had difficulty because the movie was shot in such a way that it couldn't actually be shown on television because. John Carpenter's kind of saying how terrible television is, and you really no. John Carpenter's like that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories, like Halloween and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff that he like. Yeah, he goes weird on. Yeah, he's very very weird, and and you also have the 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 thing about uh, where, you know, the glasses are showing everything. The glasses are in black and white. I like yep. the the thing is in color when it when it's not. Yeah, you know the, the thing with the advertisement, and I mean it was actually even ahead of its time with the drones. <laughs> It was. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're really right. right. You're absolutely um, right. Uh, this this is one of those movies between this and, like, Videodrome, way more relevant now than it was when it actually came out. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's, um, you also see how the tall buildings are always in the background of every shot. Oh, yeah. When they're in it's it's to to emphasize the the class divide of where the homeless yeah, people that makes are in this area but in the background there's like this thriving metropolis. Oh, this, and there's a couple of scenes Angeles. where there's I a saw couple, that. Yeah, there's a couple scenes where Roddy Piper's standing there and he's looking at the skyscrapers yes. and then walks away from them. Yes. Uh he does that a couple times. Yeah, and and uh you know, that's that's basically why it's a it's it's a really solid sort of rundown yeah, of what was that. going on in the 80s. It's yeah. a very very subversive film and there's a, there's actually a really dynamite if I can find it I'll link to it on the Facebook page. There's a dynamite Rolling Stone article about They Live, guy kind of revisiting They Live. It came out a couple of years ago, I think. It's a, it's a really good article. Like they touched some of the points that I touched okay. on, but yeah, really really good. Really good. Yeah, the fact that like his name is Nada, like like you said, he's like an every man literally doesn't even have a name. Yeah, type of thing. And so and Holly, that's it. Uh, well, Holly Thompson, who actually is the only character with a last name. Oh. Yeah, Gilbert doesn't even have a last name. Yep. Yeah. After on IMDb, no last names. Yep. Uh, so Greg. Yes. Was it rad? Is it rad? Uh, yes to both. Yes, this movie's just as good as it was when it came out. Um, yes, the fight scene is so long; it's ridiculous. But there are a ton of good lines, and it's just, uh, like like I, I said not too long ago, it's just, it's more relevant now than it was when it came out, and you don't see that happen too often. Okay. Has he changed your mind? No. No, not in the least. <laughs> no. Was this movie rad? Political agenda. I always remember it just being aliens and cool kick-ass. The fight scene, I said it. Probably one of my favorite real fight scenes. Was it rad in my head? I'm saying yes. Is it rad? No, I just could not <laughs> get behind this movie. Willow, she said it a couple times. At one point, he takes a nap under like a, a 
a street or something like, like an a- after Holly something. beats him up and she just goes look at this movie's so boring he's sleeping in his own movie and I was like yep yeah I was ready to say um, if he can sleep I should be allowed to sleep I, and Goodbye. you know what it's just pacing the, the, mm-hmm. the, the low points and I get it it's an art it's not what you think it is. it's not an action film it's it's a it's a political movie that's doing it in that what are they uh, passion plays is that what they call them where you you're kind of trying to tell a real basic point with with flashy showmanship it, over yeah it. I know I know I know what you're trying to say yeah, yeah I kind of felt yeah. like that's what this is but it just it didn't grab me well um, did I change your mind <laughs> Come on, kid. I was going to say, it, I like the ideas. I'm going to sound just like Face Off. I like the ideas. I like the background and how it connects everything. I hate how it was presented. Other than the black and white and the subliminal messages, I kind of hated it. And I thought, since he takes a nap in this movie, I should be able to take a nap in yeah, this movie. Yeah, there you go. I, I did, and oof. it was kind of sad. I was actually falling asleep at some parts, and Dad would say something like, Oh, hey, yep, I'm watching the movie, yep. Uh, I would say this is a movie that but, if, I love to see it redone. Yeah. With the same political turn, just with some slightly better writing as far as yeah. the, the pacing. I um, might actually find that but, rad. Yeah. Well, you know well, what? We can't, we can't like all the movies. No. You know? Man, finally, so it's us against him. Yeah, I don't think this it's has always, happened yet. It's always been me. Really? Been... Has it? I don't, th- I don't think there's another movie that I liked that no. you guys did not like. I don't Usually, think so either. Highlander? No, every time. I didn't I... find that rad. I no. liked Highlander. Oh, that might be... That might be Highlander the might be another one. The other one. I, I know No Holds Barred was my soul. Was my solo. Yep. Mm. Uh, interesting. I like it, though. I was going to say, yeah, I cool. remember... I'm trying to remember. We all hated Kroll. Oh, yeah. We all hated Dune. Uh, Dune was Dar. We all liked. <laughs> we all liked. Ernest goes to camp. Mm-hmm. Ernest, yeah, yeah. And I think all the other ones were split. I remember. Well, I'll tell you what. So. Uh, yeah, because it's usually you and me say something, and he says something different. Because you're always saying that we are usually on the same side, but on this podcast, we're not. So I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, if you go to uh, thiswasrad.podbean.com, which is actually where we host, that mm-hmm. there is a website. I'm kind of trying to fix it up. Uh, there is actually a section there where I'm trying to put the movies. If we thought it was rad, usually I'm a few movies behind on purpose because I want you to listen to the podcast before you go and check it out if it was rad or not. So if you do want to find out if something was rad or not, you can definitely go there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at This Was Rad. Uh, like us and share us. The big one is sharing. When you share us to your your page, your friends see it. And then you tell them, don't just listen, share us. Uh, and we're also iTunes. Always go to iTunes. And uh, that's about it. Greg, anything to add there? No, no, no. That's it. I mean, the, the big things Facebook, the big things uh, iTunes. We just need need people to get the word out for us. That's really the big one. Yeah, we're doing better. And, you know, we're starting to see uh, some pickups and downloads. So I know we, we hit there. over 400. We definitely hit over 400. As a matter of fact, when I posted that, we were at 413. That was a couple weeks ago. So I guarantee we're... You might be cruising to five. Let's hope so. Let's see if I can pull it up before we wrap this up. Probably. Well, I'll tell well you while what. he's finding that, I have like a mini advertisement that doesn't really have to do with podcasting. But we have an event coming up in September. No, August, yeah, September. It's a LARP, Draconis. And if you like our humor here, it's going to be there. And <laughs> Wow, well, that is, some, that is some cross-promotion, yeah. We're at yeah. 432. Are we really? Yeah. 432. Fantastic. Uh, cool. and, and we actually, uh, 
little behind the scenes, we actually report, record two podcasts at a time. So you will actually be listening to, you would have had a chance to listen to Masters of the Universe before that. So maybe we'll hit 500 by this one. That would be fantastic. I would love that, actually. <laughs> that would be super, super rad. That would be very rad. And our next movie, man. Another uh, uh, Wolfgang Peterson film. Yes. And I got to tell you, I as a kid, I remember not just liking this movie. Loving, loving it. I love this yeah, movie as I a kid. I so we'll, say that. I, I'm really... The movies that I love, I'm actually dreading going back to rewatch. Well, uh, yeah, no. I mean, there's a... I mean, you know, I mean, he did do The NeverEnding Story. He did. So, uh, uh, Wolfgang Peterson can direct a movie. Unlike the guy who did uh, Masters of the Universe, who <sighs> never directed another movie. He only directed that one. Yeah, I believe that. He never did Gil Goddard, I think. Shocker. It was. I, I would believe that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be watching Enemy Mine. That's the movie. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid. Quaid, yeah. So uh, you got that to looking forward to. And that's the end of the podcast. I am Paul. I am Greg. And I'm Willow. See you guys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum.